Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Always a pleasure to bring in the the legend. Um, so, Ray Dittinger. Ray, always great. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're very busy. Oh, that's okay, Steve. Always a pleasure to be with you. All right. So, uh, Eagles through two games. Uh, so, what's your feel and assessment through two games, uh, even though it's the season's still in its infancy? <laughs> well, you know, I, I think the way the first two weeks played out, um, after the, the after the really impressive performance in Atlanta the opening week, um, you know, the, I think the fairest way of looking at this is, you know, the Eagles are 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 probably better than people thought they were before the Atlanta game. But they're not quite as good as people thought they were after the Atlantic game. Yeah, you know, right. I, you know, yeah. I, I think that's I think that because coming into the they were so good in Atlanta, uh, they came into the San Francisco game last week, and the preponderance of people in Philadelphia were, were saying, "Oh yeah, this is no problem. You know, we'll win this game easy." And yeah. I, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and so that was the expectation, and then okay, you get you get the big dose of reality in that game where it was a game they they certainly could have won, and they mm-hmm. were kind of actually in command of it. In the second quarter, but then it got away from them, and so now I, you know, I think it's, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens on Monday night. I think it's, you know, let's see how they bounce back from that. I mean, that was really disappointing, and they had a chance to really steal one there. Um, but okay, you you lost that game. You're one and one. You know, you you lick your wounds. You'll try and learn some lessons, and then you move on and play your first division game against your biggest rival. So I kind of want to see how they come out and play Monday night. Exactly. Um... I just, I just want to deviate from the Eagles for a moment. The 49ers were in the Super Bowl and had the lead against Kansas City. Last right. year they were riddled they were riddled with injuries last year. I mean just absolutely just shredded with injuries. What kind of feel did you get for seeing this version of the 49ers with most of those guys back? Oh, they're good. I mean, they're good. Their offensive line is really good. The tackles are really good. Um, you know, Bose is a Bose is a monster of a player. You know, yeah. Fred Warner, I think, is is a terrific middle linebacker. Um, yes. the, the biggest issue with them, I think, really is their secondary. I, I think their secondary is, was kind of thin to begin with, uh, and losing Verrett really hurt them because I thought he was their best defensive back. And um, when they lost him, they lost a lot. I mean, they had to go sign Josh Norman, and they're going to try and get by with him. But that's a problem. Now, the Eagles... Uh, with with the young quarterback, weren't really able to attack that secondary the way some other teams will be able to. Uh, you know, I think that's I think that's going to be the problem that the Forty ers face down the line here is uh, teams that can protect and uh, teams that can throw the ball. Uh, I think can make some plays against the secondary. But otherwise, I think that uh, I, I think that the team is really good, and I think Kyle Shanahan is a really good coach and a really good play caller. And uh, you know, they're. You're, I mean, you're quite right, Steve. I mean, what what wrecked them last year was injuries, and um, if you know, I, I fully expect them to be a playoff team. That's a tough division. It's a really tough division, the NFC West. But I fully expect them to be in the playoffs. In that answer, you referenced Jalen Hurts when you referred to the young quarterback. He's going to make his seventh career start on Monday night. Do you have a sense yet, Ray? Not for the athlete or the arm or anything like that. Do you have a sense yet as to the kind of feel of the game that Jalen Hurts has? No, oh, he definitely has that. 
he definitely has that. I mean, he's um, and you kind of, you can almost kind of see that last year, uh, just in practice, just in the way um, when he got a chance to get in and, and run things, um, the way he was very comfortable in doing it. Uh, never looked overwhelmed. Never looked like he was in over his head. Uh, and and a fiercely competitive guy who's kind of understated uh, and not real demonstrative, but commands respect. Um, the veteran players on the, on the team responded to him really well, and he came into a tough situation, you know, after they made the decision to move away from Carson Wentz uh, and to go to him at that point in what was kind of a crumbling season. It was it was not it was it was, it was not the optimum position for a rookie quarterback to step in, uh, but he did, uh, and he came out and he played. You know, I mean, he had four starts, and they were what you would expect rookie starts to be. There were a couple of them were really good, a couple that weren't so good. Um, but I mean, he took them all kind of in stride. You know, he didn't get too high with the wins, and he didn't get too crushed by the losses. And um, there was never much question that this was his team coming into this year. I mean, some people looked at the Joe Flacco signing, and said, "Is that going to be competition?" No. <laughs> I mean, he's just right. a backup. You know, the tra- yeah. trade for Gardner Minshew. Oh boy, they're bringing him in. There's going to be his Hurts going to be looking over his shoulder. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, this yeah. this is Hurts's Steve. This this whole season, this whole season, more than anything else with the Eagles, really is about Jalen Hurts. This season is really about finding out what he is. You know, I mean, at the, at the, they they'll play this year. Uh, and at the end of this year, hopefully they will have some determination as to whether he's a guy they can go forward with and win. Or if he's not, then, you know, they're, they're likely going to be sitting there with three first-round draft picks next year that they can go get that other quarterback. But I right. think this season, this season is really about learning what, Jason, what Jalen Hurts can be. And, uh, you know, by the end of the year, one way or another, they have to, they have to know that answer. So two games into the season – the way I've got it is that the Eagles' defense has allowed only two plays of 20 yards or better, and only one of them's a completion. What are you seeing from this defense so far through eight quarters? Um, they're, they seem to be well coached. Uh, they are very conscious about not giving up the big play. Uh, they don't take a lot of chances. Um, but the problem is they don't take the ball away from anybody. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, that's, you know, the Eagles right now, through two weeks in the season, and it's just two weeks, but, you know, you say, well, they haven't turned the ball over. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but they haven't taken the ball away from the other guy. Oh, that's not so good. You know, right. I mean, they're the only team in the league that, is, is, that has a zero, that has a donut and the giveaway takeaway. Um, and... You can't live like that defensively in the NFL now. I mean, that's one of the things that really hurt them last year. I mean, there were a lot of things that hurt them last year. But one of the things that hurt them last year was they just didn't take the ball away from anybody. I mean, they finished the year with eight interceptions. Uh, and, you know, I don't know. And I kind of thought that putting Steve Nelson a corner opposite Slay would rectify a little bit of that. You know, and they, and they, brought, uh, they brought Anthony Harris in to play safety, and he's been a ball hawk earlier in his career. But you're not seeing that right now. Uh, and I know that uh, Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator, I mean, they're not blitzing hardly at all. I mean, they're very, very little. I mean, their blitz ratio is among the lowest in the league. And he may want to think about adjusting that, especially if they don't have Brandon Graham moving forward. He may have to start, he may have to start trying to turn up the heat a little bit because uh, I, I think that this team, to win in the NFL right now, defense, you know, you can't, 
it, it's got it, it. It's become a game of takeaways. You know, yards and you know, yeah. yards is almost irrelevant. You know, the, the good defenses are defenses that take the ball away from the other team, and the Eagles weren't that last year, and they need to be that this year. Yeah, I think you need takeaways, and if you're not getting takeaways, you have to force field goals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you look at the you look at the game last week. Uh, the, once the 49ers kind of got their footing, I mean, the first quarter Garoppolo was really bad, uh, and they, they I mean they didn't have a first down in the first quarter. I mean they were really off their game. Uh, but once you know, once they had that series where they held the Eagles at the goal line and then they drove it down the field, they were kind of in command of the game. And from that point on, they had two, not one, but two 90-yard touchdown drives, uh, and. You know, defensively, I mean, people will say, well, they only gave up 17 points. Yeah, but two, you can't give up 90-yard drives twice in a game. You know, right. your defense your defense somewhere in there has to make a play. I mean, you, you, it has to make a play to kind of turn things around, and they weren't able to do that. Because what they're doing right now is that they're forcing the offense to always go 75-80. Right. Because they're not getting they're not shortening the field up at all, and it would probably help Jalen Hurts if they did shorten up the field a little bit, and then Nick Sirianni could be be even more creative because they couldn't get the ball to the wide receivers last week, could they? No, and that's that's an area that um, you know when the coaches sit down and do the quality control thing and they look back at the film. I mean, they they got to say, well, wait a minute, we we didn't throw a single ball into the middle of the field, you know, and that's you know you can't do that, um, and. The offensive coordinator was was talking. To, he had a, he had a presser the other day, and somebody asked him about that, and they said, "Well, you know, we're kind of just taking what the defense gives us, you know, and you know, we had we felt like with you know, the better throws were those from the hash marks to the sidelines. Well, you know, if that's not the way things work in the NFL these days. I mean, you no. gotta, you know, it's 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 a league of of crosses and digs and bunch formations and hooks and you know, especially with a young quarterback, he's got to be able to work the middle of the field." You know, you can't you can't just be throwing balls at the sideline all the time. And I think they realize that. I think the coaches, when they look back at it, said, "Ah, oh, now we should have." Especially when you're going up against a 49ers team that doesn't have a whole heck of a lot of weaknesses, but their weaknesses in the secondary. I mean, I think that you know, especially when you have when you have and you mentioned them. I mean, they have some pretty good receivers, especially Smith, who I think is terrific. Um, I mean, you have opportunities. I mean, you run those guys in a bunch formation. Uh, and you, they come, they come off the ball. I mean, you're going to have two, three guys open all the time, and those are plays you got to make in the middle of the field. They're easy reads for the young quarterback. You know, I think it's it's one of those things when they look back on it, they have to be smacking their head and saying, you know, we, you know, we really got to do a better job with that. And you know, they, yeah, I think you do, and you have to do it starting Monday night. Yeah, uh, Michael Parsons, obviously a player that I would be obviously extremely familiar with. Sure. Uh, is what kind of impact do you think he's made for Dallas so far? Because it also looked like they were taking Micah and they were using him at times as a stand-up defensive end. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you, um, the, the game against the Chargers, he basically was a defensive end. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, I mean, it was it was by necessity because they, you know, Randy Gregory had was on the COVID list, and yeah. you know, Demarcus Lawrence is out with the broken foot, so. And if you saw them through the first couple of games, I mean, they, I mean, they couldn't get any pass rush going. Didn't seem like. I mean, Tom Brady threw the ball 50 times; and they never touched him. Exactly. Um, so they, so they, so they felt like, well, okay, we got to find some way to get a pass rush. So they turned, they turned, they turned Mike into a defensive end. I mean, just a pure pass rushing defensive end. Uh, 
and he was really good. I mean, he was a game changer. Um, I mean, he had. I think you know. I've seen different. I've seen different tallies about. You know, he had eight eight hurries. Somebody had ten hurries. Somebody had twelve hurries. We had. Uh, but the one thing you can't dispute is he had a huge sack that killed one big drive late in the game. Kind of saved the game. Uh, and he was in Justin Herbert's face all day. Um, no, he's really good. He's really good, Steve. I mean, I'm not. I'm not breaking any news to you. I mean, you saw the guy play, um, but. Uh, I mean, he's a he's a dynamic, a dynamic defensive player, uh, and the the only question is what Stan Quinn want to do with him from week to week. Uh, I mean, could you make him a defensive end? I mean, a stand up defense? You, you probably could. You yeah. probably could. Um, I mean, you could you could do a lot of different things with him. I I you know Gregory's coming back this week, so I, I, I they may not be it may not be the need to put him as a pure pass rushing end. Um, this week, but maybe they'll decide he was so good that's what they want to keep him at. I, Mike, I'm just guessing, but it wouldn't surprise me if, given the way Hertz plays uh, and the way the Eagles play him, uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they have Parsons back, sort of in the middle, spying, spy, spy, spying yeah. on Hertz because that's there aren't too many people that can run with Hertz. If you're going to spy him, you can only spy him with somebody that can run with him, and right. and. Parsons can do that. So I have a feeling you might see him in the middle playing the spy role. And if I were Quinn, I think that's the way I would go. Yeah, Mike is a four three nine. So I mean oh, there yeah. are many guys there are many guys at linebacker running four three nine, so he can run with him. Uh also what about Landon Dickerson getting into the line? Brandon Brooks got hurt. I mean right. I, I feel awful for Brooks because I mean he's been hit with so many injuries. Uh so where's the state of this offensive line right now? Well, that's it. Um, is you know they got everybody. Everybody else is healthy, um, but yeah, Blues and Brooks was a big loss. I mean, it was it was one of those things. I mean, they were kind of you know holding their breath on him all year uh, because he's had. I mean, for three years now, it's been one thing after another, uh, and you know you're kind of and he's over thirty, and I mean you were kind of it was almost wishful thinking that you're going to go into the season and expect to get 16 games out or 17 games out of them. Probably wasn't going to happen. But you certainly didn't think you'd lose them in week two. Uh, but that's what happened. And that's a blow. I mean, he's really good. I mean, that right side, when they have him and Johnson playing next to each other, um, that's formidable. You know, when you got those two guys plus Kelsey at center, um, I mean, that's that's a really good, really good offensive line. Um, so, yeah, Landon Dickerson, who is the, uh, the kid they drafted in the second round from Alabama, who has his own injury history, uh, mm-hmm. He came in and uh, and he played right guard and he played, he did okay. Uh, I, I think that you know he was he was hurt. He was still he was still rehabbing the injury he had from the end of the Alabama season. He was still rehabbing that, so basically didn't do anything during the preseason. Didn't play at all, uh, and really only got back to practicing like two weeks ago. So to kind of get thrown in there in week two, I don't know that he was exactly ready to play. Um, but I mean, he you know he he went in there and did okay. I mean, he's not Brooks certainly, but he went in there and played um, and. The big story on the offensive line, and he's the big story in many ways. In many ways, is Jordan Mailata, the left tackle, yeah. um, the uh, you know the 370-pound Australian rugby player uh, <laughs> that they just signed on a they signed on a lark. They drafted on a lark a few years ago, who has come in and actually learned how to play this game. Um, and and I'll tell you, Steve, right now, he's playing really good. Yeah. I mean, right, I'll tell you, right now, he's the best left tackle in this division. I mean, I I think he is. He, I don't know. I don't know where he's going to go with this, but you know, he has he has played that well, 
and uh, they just signed him to a new long-term contract, so they obviously believe in it. He's he's quite a story, and he's uh, he's gone from being a novelty act and like a like a funny kind of sidebar story to being you know a legit left tackle in the NFL. What a story! Incredible. Ray, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your valuable time. We greatly appreciate it and appreciate you. Oh, my pleasure, Steve. Anytime. Take care.